Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello, and welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 227, The Stranger. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I am traveling for my health. How? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm just... I'm fine. Okay, that's good. (laughs) Does a little little joke about the movie. Yes, yes, I I know. Okay. (laughs) When when that character says that, the guy responds, how? Oh, does he? Yes, he does. I missed that part. (laughs) (laughs) To which he then responds, I'm traveling for my health. Right. I thought thought maybe when he said that, he was like, how? Like, what did you say? I mean, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm 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 doing all right. That's that's good to hear. Yeah, because Joe, you've done it again. <laughs> oh no, what did I do? Uh, I don't know if it was inadvertent or not, but you picked a, an oddly topical movie. <laughs> I suppose I did, didn't I? <laughs> I I knew that uh, that there was a Nazi involved, <laughs> so I suppose in that respect, I did do it on purpose. Okay. Because I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, you know, the opening sequence of uh, X-Men First Class is pretty cool. (laughs) So I'll just watch a whole movie that's like that. Okay. (laughs) Made by Orson Welles. (laughs) And it was a little different. It's very different, I'd say. Edward G. Robinson did not have the ability to manipulate metal. No, and, uh, you know, he's fine in this movie, but he is no Michael Fassbender. That's true. (laughs) Uh, And unfortunately, some days, neither is Michael Fassbender. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. (laughs) He is a a roller coaster ride. (laughs) He really is. Uh... Just, oh, uh, man. Even even him playing Magneto is a roller coaster ride. Yeah, I feel like he's all right in those movies. I mean, first class, he is fantastic. Yeah, uh, and he's he's pretty good in Days of Future Past, and then in uh, Apocalypse. Is that the next one? Yeah, that is the the third one. Yeah, there's like five minutes where he's really great, and then the rest of it, he's just kind of standing around waving his arms. <laughs> I remember literally nothing about that movie. <laughs> I, I know that you and I went to see it, and yep. that is all I remember. <laughs> uh, there, there's a scene early on where he is uh, in hiding, uh, and he's working at like a lumber mill or something like that. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Okay. And that scene is pretty good. And then, yeah, yeah. when he, when he, uh, you mean, oh, when he's at the mill or when, when he kills all the people after they murder his family? Oh, when he kills all the people after they murder his family. Yeah. I do remember that being a a pretty solid scene. Yeah. 
and thinking that Magneto had some legitimate grievances after that point. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I mean, then, I guess he did before with the whole concentration camp thing. Well, yeah. Uh, but, you know, he's just... The rest of the movie, he is wasted, much like fantastic actor Isaac Oscar Isaac. Right, yeah. I, I frequently forget that Oscar Isaac has been in a... In a comic book movie. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully someday he'll be in a good one. I hope so. Yeah, that'd be nice. He deserves it. He does. He really does. He deserves <laughs> everything. After after X-Men Apocalypse and then <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> Oscar <laughs> Isaac really needs a win. <laughs> I, I think he's got plenty of wins under his belt. Probably. I mean, Last Jedi. <laughs> True. All right. Uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina is excellent. Yeah. Inside Lewin Davis is also very good. Yeah, I've not seen that one. Oh, I love that movie. It's uh, great. I, I, I had uh, maybe thought about picking it at some point. So I, I, w- I would not be averse to watching that. All righty. Good to know. Um, but yeah, Michael Fassbender. He's uh, do you know? But yeah, but, I mean, he's a great actor when he wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, reading reading some of the trivia for The Stranger mm-hmm. uh, actually reminded me of a Michael Fassbender movie, The Snowman. <laughs> okay. And that there, <laughs> what what I read about The Stranger is that uh, there was a lot of it that was edited out, mm-hmm. um, and it reminded me of The Snowman because there were large chunks of the script or the screenplay to The Snowman that just weren't filmed. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that uh, went a long way towards explaining the story. Huh. Uh, so, thankfully, so, I don't feel like the stranger had the same problems that the snowman did. I, uh, I I believe I read the exact same thing about the stranger that you did. And it seems like uh, everything that was edited out was just to move the story along. Basically. Uh, whereas uh, it makes it sound like the, the snowman was just, uh, they, I mean... How do you just not film parts of the script? Yeah, no the the <laughs> snowman is. Have you have you seen the snowman? I have not. I have it only is, heard terrible it, things about it. It is baffling and fascinating. <laughs> like it is clear that they didn't film the whole script. Wow. But I I watched it one evening by myself because I knew Jenny had no interest in it. <laughs> and and I actually really enjoyed it. Like I was somewhat riveted by it. <laughs> Is it streaming anywhere? I mean, I've got twelve hours to kill later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if it is. All right. Well. Yeah, I know when I watched it, it was on HBO, but ah. it may not be there anymore. Well, I don't have HBO or HBO Max because they don't make that for the Roku. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up if this if the snowman is streaming anywhere. All right. I mean, not Frosty the Snowman. No, no, of course not. That, uh, let's see. Maybe on Prime. No, for four dollars. Uh, no, I'm not paying for that movie. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, looks like I'll go a lifetime without ever seeing the snowman. <laughs> Get it from the library. Uh, ooh, I can check. Yeah, hoopla or canopy. Yeah. Uh, I bet The Stranger is probably available on one of those services as well. Probably. It's probably available on all of those services. Yeah, I mean, it's in the public domain. It is. 
Uh, <laughs> I like that we just read the, like, I assume you just read the IMDb trivia. Uh, in the Wikipedia, yeah. Oh, okay, so you actually read more than I did. Oh, okay, alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I'm just, uh, so here, here's a game we haven't played in, in quite a few weeks, I feel like. Okay. Uh, the Did You Fall Asleep Watching This Movie game. Because <laughs> I fell asleep I... three times. Oh, man. <laughs> Took me so I was, four I hours was... to watch this hour and a half movie. <laughs> so I was actually surprised. Uh, I did not fall asleep watching this movie. Well, that's uh, good. I did, I did, however, take a nap before I watched it. Oh, okay. So that probably, it was like a preemptive strike. That probably would have helped me, I guess. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, older movies, uh, this is from 1946. Yep. Uh, older movies, I feel like I tend to, to either just, you know, my attention gets diverted or I get super tired and fall asleep. And uh, thankfully, I didn't. I didn't have either of those problems watching this movie. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there was underlying reasons and all that, but uh, you know, it was. It was pretty late when I started it, and the the cat was curled up on my lap, and just uh, you know, I had the light off. Uh, just all kind of coalesced into just a just a sleepy time mode <laughs> yeah that's a recipe for disaster yeah especially with the lights off yeah so yeah like 20 minutes in i, I passed out <laughs> and uh, i woke up to the cat just uh, just like pressing on my chest oh uh and then and you know i kind of shook it off a little bit and uh, I, I watched it some more and then, yeah, just just two more times throughout the movie, yeah, I it <laughs> <zonked> out. <laughs> Spectacular, yeah. Because uh, yeah, to your point, it is not a long movie. Nope. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's eight o'clock. You know, this will be done by ten thirty, and you know, then I can go to bed. Uh, yeah, it was like midnight by the time I finished it. <laughs> um, uh. But. My falling asleep does not, you know, uh, give way to, to my opinion of the movie. Uh, right, yeah. That's more just a symptom yeah. of being a sleepy guy. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, have bad insomnia and it's hit me hard this week. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed this movie, I'd say. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it as well. I mean, it's it's definitely not. I, I haven't seen a ton of Orson Welles movies. Um, I think this is probably my fourth one uh, after you know, like the, the big the ones movie. like Citizen Kane and oh. and Touch of Evil and the Third Man. Um, uh, so Touch of Evil, Third Man, and Transformers the movie are the only ones I've seen. <laughs> and I don't think he directed Transformers. No, he did not. But man, what a world that would have been! <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> so, all right, I have seen that one too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the the fourth movie of his that I've seen that he directed. Yeah. Um, I, I would I would say it's definitely not as good as the other ones, but the other ones are just like stone classics, right? Um, but yeah, it was, it was really, I was interested and, and it held my attention and, and that's, 
I feel like that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, it was, you know, uh, I mean, you know, set aside the fact that I passed out frequently. Uh, it was <laughs> riveting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's a big thing to set aside, but otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. You might, you might want to have that checked out. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Probably, but who's going to pay for it? That's true. Not me. I can't afford it. <laughs> Not no me. Insurance. I got my own problems. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, the plot is not super complicated. No, not um, at all. This is just a yeah. Good. No, I was just gonna say it's it's just a, a tightly tightly plotted well-paced noir yeah it is uh what i like to refer to as a colombo type mystery in which uh we already know all the answers mm-hmm. and uh, we're just watching the detective uh, figure it out for himself i like that yeah uh and in this case uh, the detective is uh played by uh edward g robinson who uh, appeared in a previous movie of ours, Trumbo. Right. Not not personally, but the character. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, he's a, a government agent for the War Crimes Committee, something like that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And he is uh, hunting down a Nazi. And uh, the Nazi, uh, we quickly find out, is uh, Orson Welles, who is uh, going by an assumed name and uh, an impeccable American accent. Yeah, his his accent really was was excellent. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it's pretty much just, uh, you know, like, like even... Uh, even if... It, I mean, I guess Columbo usually has his suspect pretty much nailed from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about, you know, how does he go about proving it? And uh, that's pretty much exactly what happens in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, there, there's a bit of a... a bit of a wrinkle with the the other Nazi. Yeah. That, uh, that I, I forget what his name was, Edward G. Robinson's character's name, so I'm just going to call him Columbo. Uh, his uh, name was uh, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, that's right, okay. <laughs> so this other Nazi's name is Dennis the Menace, and uh, <laughs> no, the, the other guy who uh, who they like f- let free basically, so that they can follow him to hopefully find the uh, the other Nazi, like the the big fish Nazi that that Wilson is after, yes. played by uh, Orson Welles. Um, and then yeah, like the the scenes with him were. I feel like sort of riveting because he's just so like Squirly. intense. <laughs> yeah, and 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 he just he's nervous. Yep. And yeah, I mean, and and then obviously we see he gets murdered, yes. which is entirely predictable, but still sort of shocking. I I didn't expect it. Uh... I I figured as soon as he as soon as he confronted, um. God, I am not remembering any of the characters' names. 
uh, Rankin is yes. uh, Orson Welles' character's name, a.k.a. Uh, Franz Kindler. Yes, I believe it is Kindler. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon as he <clears throat> as soon as he confronts him in the woods, it's just like, oh, how this guy is, you know, his, he's got a short time to live, basically. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to last the entire movie. <laughs> I just did not expect him to die almost immediately. <laughs> uh, because his his introduction uh, is intense. Uh, the, the scene of him traveling uh, from, you know, wherever he starts out to Mexico to, you know, Connecticut. Uh, you know, he's... Uh, uh, that that entire sequence of him just trying to find uh, Orson Welles' character and uh, trying to avoid being followed, but figuring out that he is being followed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, you know it's 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 uh, an edge of your seat moment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and and I had not fallen asleep by that point. <laughs> yeah, that's still pretty early in the movie. Yeah. So if, if if you fell asleep after twenty minutes, you were probably awake long enough to see him die. Yes, yes. And then, and then you were like, "Wow, that really took a lot out of me." Awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah. I think mostly it was just me figuring out what the fuck a paper chase is. You know, <laughs> I had never like I had heard the term paper chase before. Sure, I think there's a movie I, called that. Is there? Okay. Yeah. But uh, but I definitely didn't know what it was, and seeing it in in this movie, uh, it looks real stupid. Uh huh. It's kind of baffling. <laughs> it's just like one person runs and litters a bunch. Yep. And then a group of people follow and clean up after them. Uh, I don't know if that they're cleaning up after him. No? Are they? I think they're just chasing him. Oh, so it's just one person litters and a bunch of people follow. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's so wasteful. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, do, I do not agree with that practice. It, it is environmentally unsound. And that is, <laughs> you know, them doing that willy-nilly 74 years ago is partially why we're in this shithole that we're in now. That's true. That's why you never see anybody doing a paper chase now. Nope. At least I've never been invited to one. Me neither. Nor would I go to one. Because, I mean, it just, again, sounds stupid. And there's running involved. I was going to say, if there's running involved, I'm not into it anyway. Nope. (laughs) I can barely stand and walk to my kitchen. It is not happening. (laughs) I'm in incredible amounts of pain right now. Just sitting here. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) no. Physical or existential? Uh, Yes. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. It's not helping that there's a Trump commercial on right now. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, anywho. Anyway. Nazis. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. It's sort of just, you know, we, we know everything and it's just watching... Wilson figure it out and and figure out how he's gonna how he's gonna get him. Yep. Um, I think probably the the character I liked the most was uh, Rankin's wife Mary, um, or at least I, I was most interested in in what was going on with her because you know she 
she she really does you know learn all of this stuff as the movie goes on right and i think she has an interesting arc uh, just yeah. coming to terms with it uh and and you know for for a good portion of it just her absolute denial and and support of her husband right you know uh in the face of you know all these facts that are being presented to her yeah, especially after he uh, spoiler alert kills her dog. Yeah, so I thought she I thought she was really understanding about that. Yeah, that was. I mean, you know, just the fact that he did it anyway. Yeah. Uh, like uh, like being a Nazi is bad enough, right? You gotta kill a dog too. Seriously, <laughs> uh, I, I knew that you. Probably wouldn't take that too well. I, I didn't care for it, nor yeah. did I care for the the long lingering shots of uh, Noah carrying the dog's body. Yeah, uh, it was upsetting. The the, the part that uh, I think jarred me the most was that uh, when when Rankin kicks the dog so hard that it wakes Wilson up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that struck me as. As one, I don't care for kicking dogs. Sure, and uh, and just also very strange. <laughs> uh, but it is in that exact moment, even though he doesn't know exactly what's happened to the dog, just the psychic uh, reverb from that action uh, woke him up from a deep sleep and convinced him that uh, Rankin was the Nazi he was looking for. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> is it is it is it after that? Like right after he wakes up, that he calls back to headquarters or whatever and says he's going to stick around. Yep. Or was that before then? No, that is that is that moment. Amazing. Yep. <laughs> uh, because anyone who considers uh, Karl Marx to not be a German because he's a Jew is got to be a Nazi. You know that that part struck me uh, when when uh rankin said it and then no one said anything about it and i was like oh was it like is that sort of casual racism just okay then uh of course it was (laughs) (laughs) oh right my mistake (laughs) this is america and uh you know it's always been here it's never gone away uh even when we were uh you know against nazis it was Probably not because of any kind of uh, racial harmony ideal. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, at the same time that we were against Nazis, we were also putting uh, Asian Americans in camps. Exactly. So, so yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's, you know, a long line of, of you know, uh, a hatred against the Jew. You know, we just haven't gone to the extreme that the Nazis did. True. Uh, so yeah, America is just a sick, gross place and, uh, it's always been that way. And it was worse 70 some years ago. (laughs) Was it? Uh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it was better. No. Yeah. (laughs) I just mean, maybe things haven't really improved that much. I mean, okay. So yeah, maybe it wasn't worse. It's probably exactly the same. (laughs) Ah, uh, shit. Yep. America. Uh, I've 
Yeah. I've got a personal, horrible, racist story that I could share, but I'm not going to. All right. Uh, about uh, Jewish people. Okay. And something that was said to me by my mother. Oh, yeah, no. Who right. was born, coincidentally, in 1946. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> was she born right after uh, Professor Charles Rankin died? <laughs> Is she the reincarnation of <laughs> the the mastermind behind the final solution? It, you know, maybe. Uh, this movie appears to take place in the winter. She was born in the winter, so, you know. Whoa. <laughs> We're connecting dots left and right here. Yeah. Gotta get out my, my red thread and... Uh... <laughs> Make a yarn wall. Yep. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, so I mean, uh, historically, the, the movie is not super accurate. I'm guessing, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you mean as as far as uh, Orson Welles being being the mastermind behind the final solution? Yeah, yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah. The IMDb trivia didn't say anything about that, so I assume that was fictional. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, but, no, I was just gonna say that uh, I, I one of the one of the pieces of, of trivia there though was that this was uh, the first uh, U.S. movie to use footage of concentration camps. Yep, which was jarring. Yeah, that that was uh, that was a little heart wrenching to watch. Uh, did did not enjoy uh, that. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty effective. Definitely. <laughs> um, uh, and they, they use it to sort of uh, lay out all the facts for uh, uh, Mary to, to understand exactly what it is uh, that she married. Right. Uh, and, and still she's in the di- denial. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine why uh, being shown footage of uh, just atrocities against humanity, and then being told that her uh, new husband is responsible for them would cause her to freak out. Yeah, I guess it's it's weird. <laughs> You'd think she'd just take that in stride. Well, sure. <laughs> Especially since she already knows that her husband killed her dog and a, a person, right? I mean, for the flimsiest of reasons, she really did take those facts in stride. Yeah, <laughs> which you know maybe doesn't bode so well for her own uh, personality or or psychological makeup. True. Just being totally fine with the fact that a man and a dog died. Not just a dog, her dog. Her dog, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got this cat living with me who, you know, is obnoxious at best and is in a place he's not supposed to be right now. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like if anybody hurt him, I would be fucking devastated. Absolutely. And he should really get down from there. (laughs) 
Is he at the top of the the church bell tower? <laughs> yes, he is. Where where the much of the action of this movie takes place? <laughs> when you say much of the action, do you mean the only action and in the last minute? Yes, I suppose it is <laughs> the only action in the last minute. <laughs> There are a few other scenes that that take place there. Uh, that is true. I, I wouldn't call them exactly action packed, though. Well, I mean, it's action in the in the sense that things are happening, okay, not necessarily right. like action, fist fights action, or whatever. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't being specific enough. It's okay. You know, I mean, I guess in a way, you know, the uh three or four checkers scenes you know were pretty exciting to watch <laughs> they were <laughs> especially since uh i don't know what version of checkers the the drugstore owner was playing <laughs> i think he was just not... cheating yeah i think so because i i did have to question how checkers was played and yeah I mean, i i have not played checkers in probably 30 years or so so I was just like, is that how it's done? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't I don't think it is. Cause he just kinda in one move just, you know, wiped the board clean and uh won. Yeah. Again, yeah. not not how checkers is played. Yeah, it, it it should be like one move at a time, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, not just jump all the pieces of your opponent's board. Well, so the the way that I saw it was like like when you you can do you know multiple jumps, sure, uh, if possible. But the way that it looked like he was doing it was he he was just grabbing pieces from the other player's side and making it look like he was jumping things, but he wasn't really. He was just grabbing. All right. Well, you know, uh, maybe Orson Welles doesn't know how to play checkers. Maybe. Yeah, I mean it's possible he doesn't seem like he was ever fun oh <laughs> you mean in real life or in this movie where he plays a nazi uh both oh man uh, yeah. he does he does seem very intense yeah yeah i was getting a real vincent d'onofrio vibe from him in this movie that's really weird <laughs> like i at times almost thought it was vincent d'onofrio but then realized, well, this was made in 1946. That is not possible. Right. See, I was getting sort of a Leah Schreiber thing. Okay, I can see that too. But, uh, yeah, D'Onofrio definitely makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I like D'Onofrio D'Ono- mixed with, like, a, a I want to say, like, a Maurice LaMarche, just <laughs> delivering the dialogue. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm going to be... 100% honest here, whenever I think of Orson Welles, I'm honestly just thinking about Maurice LaMarche. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's probably true for most people of our generation. Yeah. Are more familiar with with, with the brain yeah. or the, the uh, animated version of the Peas commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, when people think they're doing a Johnny Carson impression, they're actually just doing Dana Carvey's Johnny Carson impression. Right. <laughs> I used to be, I used to really enjoy doing uh, SNL impressions of famous people. <laughs> <laughs> I was a big fan of uh, Will Ferrell's Harry Carey. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I was... I was done with SNL by the the Will Ferrell years, so yeah, it was it was like tail end, okay, late late 
<clears throat> like mid mid slash late nineties. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I have not consciously watched that show in, in quite a while. You're probably doing fine. Yeah, I think I'm okay. The the <laughs> one or two I've seen since then, yeah. yeah. Uh, Any hoozle. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, you know, uh, Orson Welles does really good crazy eyes. <laughs> like he he does that. He does it several times in this movie, and and he I knew he does it a few times in like Citizen Kane, uh, where he just like it's like the most intense eyes you've ever seen. <laughs> I, I I admire that about him. He he does have some pretty good crazy eyes. I'll give you that. Uh, I wasn't wild about his mustache, but well, otherwise. Well, who's wild about any kind of mustache? That's true. I mean, I'm not, and I have one. <laughs> you know you could change that, right? Uh, yeah, but then I'd just have the, the chin part, and that's just even worse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And if I, I just, I can't go clean shaven. It's just, it's, it's not a good look. Uh, it looks like I'm jolly all the time. Uh, it's just, it's, it's not good for anyone. That's fair. <laughs> I haven't been clean shaven in a few years. And the last time that I did it, I had like a nervous breakdown. So <laughs> never again. <laughs> did you have a nervous breakdown because you shaved or was that just, or you shaved because you had a nervous breakdown? Uh, I shaved and then... I think that was a contributing factor. Okay. It was a confluence of things. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it was the sole reason, but... You know. Right. <laughs> it didn't help. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly can't remember the last time I did a just a uh, total start over. Um, probably 2015. Oh, wow. 2014, maybe. Yeah, it's not uh, worth it. No, yeah, it was again not a not a good look uh, for anyone, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that I have a ton to to say about the movie, uh, other than I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, same. Like, I, there were a couple parts that I thought were kind of just bizarre. Uh, like before Wilson, uh, you know, even knows that he's looking for the Rankin, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, he, he is reading books about clocks. Uh, I don't know if that was one of the parts that was cut where, where, you know, as Kindler, he was a uh, fascinated by clocks. Yeah, so so um you know like Rankin uh worked he like he was basically working on getting the the clock tower to work again. Yeah. Um yeah, the the way that I took it was that uh Wilson like he was always after Kindler. Right. Um he he was just, you know, he they released Meineke and then he followed him so that he could hopefully lead him to Kindler and then you know, but before I knew the watch connection, just the fact that he was reading multiple books about clocks right. was really entertaining. But then I thought maybe, you know, maybe he's reading these just to try and get, 
get inside his mind. Okay. Yeah. Like, like Will Graham style or something. To, right, right. Like if I can think like him, <laughs> if I can think like a clock, I'll be able to find him. <laughs> um, another uh, weird aspect. And, and I don't know, maybe it's just the way that I grew up. But uh, so, so Mary's father is, is this uh, Supreme Court justice. Right. Uh, and, and he is present when uh, Wilson uh, tells her about, uh, you know, Rankin's uh, Nazi past. Right. Um, and then she and the judge have a conversation in which he repeatedly calls her sister. And she repeatedly calls him by his first name. And, huh. uh, yeah. I but, missed that part. But but multiple times prior and after, the, it is, you know, explained that uh, he is her father. Yeah. Uh, no, I, to- I totally missed, missed <laughs> that part of their discussion. That is very strange. Yeah, yeah. Um... So yeah, it was just it that threw me, and it, maybe it's just because you know, again, old man has to have the the captions on, uh, so <laughs> you know, I was reading it. Uh, yeah, the only the only weird sort of like character relationship that that struck me as kind of strange was uh, Wilson with Mary's younger brother. Yeah, they they got <laughs> became friends real fast. Yeah, and then they just hang out together for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess you you know when it's love. <laughs> <laughs> it's true as far as we know Wilson is uh, is single. Yeah, it's true. And and Noah probably is as well. I yeah. mean, we we have we see no evidence otherwise. No. Nope. In fact, there's only really, you know, one one and a half female characters in the movie. <laughs> Are you calling the maid half of a female? I am. Is it because she fakes a heart attack in order to? keep Mary from leaving the house? Basically, I mean, she doesn't really have anything to do other than nag Mary. <laughs> and then, yeah, fake the aforementioned heart attack. <laughs> you know, that was that was also a weird scene. That was a super weird scene. Yeah, yeah. My problem was I couldn't remember if, if she knew <clears throat> that they were supposed to be keeping Mary in the house or if she was just freaking out on her for no reason. I think she was just freaking out for no reason. I do, too. I don't remember her being in any of the meetings. Uh, yeah, no, no. And she I, doesn't... Have, I have to go get the cat. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, she she didn't seem like... She didn't seem like a character who uh, would be able to keep her mouth shut very well to keep a secret, especially if the secret was that... Uh, <laughs> they were spying on Mary to keep her in the house uh, so that they could keep track of Rankin, basically. Um, so, yeah, that that part was strange to me. And I guess there was another there was another female character uh, that was basically cut. Uh, we see her kind of early on. She's uh, another agent of the the War Crimes Commission. And the, uh, the Latin lady. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, like like she and her husband, I guess, were were uh, 
agents as well. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, we don't see much of them, but I guess there was a whole thing where, like, like she she gets caught by by Nazis and 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 murdered basically. Oh wow! Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, a lot a lot of stuff caught from this movie. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I read. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, you know, just about the making of the movie. I guess you know it's 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 pleasing to know that uh you know uh orson wells uh was was pretty anti-nazi which is why he you know chose to include the the documentary footage of the concentration camps and uh you know, because it really affected him when when he first saw them yeah so so you know yeah it's good to know yeah definitely I, I wouldn't have taken anything from the movie to think he was pro-Nazi. Well, <laughs> Like, no. even without the concentration camp footage. Well, no, yeah. I will guess uh, very little sympathy is played to the Nazis in this. <laughs> <laughs> At uh, one point, does does Rankin suggest just wiping the Germans off the face of the earth? Uh, not the Germans, no. No? Okay. He, he is pro-German. Well, I thought I thought that, like, they were talking about how best to deal with, uh, it, it was at the dinner scene, mm-hmm. and, like, he's talking about, you know, how, I, the, the way that I took it was, like, he was saying that, you know, at this point, there's, there's just no way to deal with, with what they've done, so we might as well just get rid of them and start over, or something like that. Uh, what I got from it was that uh, that uh, no matter what they do to the Germans, that the Germans will come back stronger than ever because they are warrior gods. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I should have had the closed captions on, too. Yeah, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, you know, it's a little slow, but it's definitely worth watching. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a solid thriller. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't have much else to say. Yeah, I don't really either. All right, so uh, anything bringing you a little bit of joy in, the, in this shitty shitty world? Uh, still Big Brother. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna, not gonna judge. Yeah, yeah, still, still just Big Brother. Okay. <laughs> uh, I did, I did just get uh, Adrian Tomine's new graphic novel. Okay. Uh, the loneliness of the long distance cartoonists. All right. Um, which I'm, I'm very much looking forward to reading. So, uh, I guess anticipation of reading that is, is bringing me joy. Well, that's good. Uh, uh, what about you? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I did read Pulp uh, from last week. Yeah, uh, which uh, also ties into this movie because right. it's about Nazis, <laughs> which, which I also did not know. Uh, Nazis just surprising me at every corner. Yeah, I mean they tend to do that. Yeah, you don't think you're gonna find any, and then there they are. Yep. I guess in the uh, White House. I guess uh, that is the the moral of of the story is uh, always be on the lookout for Nazis. Right. And (laughs) fucking punch them when you can. Absolutely. Every time. Yep. No debate about that. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, I I don't know 
if this is anything uh, you know specific that that is is bringing me joy, but uh, I was thinking a lot today about uh, Superman. Okay, uh, and uh, me and our friend Jason uh, have had uh, several conversations where he uh, just flat out states that he does not like Superman. Um, and, and doesn't believe him to be relevant. Uh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas uh, over the last few years, I've begun uh, sort of realizing that while, you know, almost everything about me would tell you that, you know, I'm a Batman guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've really, I think I like Superman a lot more. Just, just quietly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was just thinking in general about him and superhero comics and, uh, I mean, in an aspect of it, you know, like comic skate bullshit too. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and and then, you know, watching this movie and, and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, a lot of people put the label on superhero comics is just like power fantasies for, you know, boys or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I started thinking about that in particular and just how I sort of agree, but I don't agree in the way that I think most people think about that. Like when, when people say, you know, that superhero comics are just power fantasies, uh, they're just mostly thinking about, you know, Oh, just, you know, wimpy kid gets to become big and strong and beat up guys. Mm -hmm. And and I don't think of it as that. And I started thinking of it today that it's more about a person who suddenly has the ability and strength and power to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And... um, I feel like that's an aspect that gets lost a lot, uh, especially with Superman, because uh, people just talk about how, you know, you know he's too powerful to do whatever and there's no interesting stories. But I, it's never about that. It's about he's just a farm boy who has the ability to do good in the world. And that's what he chooses to do. Yeah. And and uh, it's just been sort of given me uh, a little bit of... Um, just a zen moment, I guess. Nice. Yeah. I really like that. Thank you. Yes, I I, I I, have definitely come to appreciate Superman as a character more, probably over the last 10 years as well. Um, just sort of recognizing, you know, people say that he's boring or, or you know, you, you can't tell good stories with, with him because he's too powerful or whatever. Right. But, but, you know, the, I think the aspirational aspects of the character are the things that draw, draw me to him. And, you know, I, I think the stories that can be told with him are, are generally more interesting, uh, because, you know, he is so powerful. So you have to find ways to, to make it, you know, make things a challenge, uh, either you know physically or psychologically or whatever for for Superman and it, and you know to your point it is it's always just you know he's just this guy who's trying to do the right thing all the time right and and yeah I I, 
I I totally agree with you that that he's a great character and I love it. Yep. Um, and um, you know uh, he's not a dark character either. He should not yes. be a dark character. He should not be brooding. He should not question what it is that he is doing because he yeah. knows he's Superman. <laughs> yeah, I I think um, I've really enjoyed Brian Michael Bendis's. Uh, writing of Superman, mm-hmm. uh, I think that he gets the character super well. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> I even if I've I found the stories somewhat boring, I think just the way that he writes Superman is spot on. Uh, I, f- I feel like we had this conversation before, but uh, yeah, I totally agree. I read the uh, his Man of Steel series before. <laughs> we he... did talk about this before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> When, uh, yeah, but before he took over the the main monthly titles, uh, and yeah, like I didn't particularly care for that series, but he nailed Superman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's just yeah what I've been thinking about today because I got nothing else going on. Superman, Superman. There's worse things you could be thinking about. It's true. You could be thinking about Deadpool. That is true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you wanna you wanna pick a movie for next week? I'll pick a movie for next week if you'll let me. Uh, I will. I will allow it. Thank you. Go watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> well, if you will, and uh, if if uh, you you would uh, like to watch this movie with me as well, uh, there's a movie on Hulu. Uh, that I've been meaning to watch for a while. That uh, is uh, uh, Harry Dean Stanton's last film. Oh wow! Called okay. Lucky that came out a few years ago. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that <laughs> that works for me. I I've never heard of it. I know nothing about it. So uh, I'm totally down for that. All right. It's called Lucky. It's on. Awesome. I assume it's about uh, it's about the dog from the Hawkeye comics. Pizza dog. Pizza. I think I think his his real name is Lucky. His real name was Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, Harry Dean Stanton was in the Avengers. That's, oh man, <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> is this a secret Hawkeye movie? It might be. I hope Jeremy Renner is not in it. <laughs> Oh, dare to dream. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Lucky. Lucky. All right. Hopefully we'll be lucky and it's good. Oh, I like it. I don't. I I like it a lot. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, don't apologize. (laughs) Too late. (laughs) It's it's bringing me joy this week. All right, well then, fine. (laughs) Your your puns and Big Brother. (laughs) Well... Hopefully, no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Let's just quit. Okay, works for me. <laughs> All right, bye. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. Yeah.